News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed to demolish Hamas as Israeli Defence Forces moved into Gaza yesterday, urging civilians to evacuate south. And Hannah McCarthy, journalist in Israel, joins us. Hannah, what's the latest? Um, I mean, so the aerial strikes on Gaza have continued. We again have continued to see the mass movement of Palestinians from northern Gaza to southern Gaza. Um, We've heard some calls for restraint. Biden has said that in the event of the land invasion, that does seem, you know, kind of close to happening um, of the Gaza Strip by the Israeli forces. He said that the Gaza Strip should not be occupied, which is obviously a a big concern right now. Um, I think, again, for Irish listeners, I think, one of the things to know is that there's currently 40 Irish citizens in Gaza. Um, Michael Martin came out and confirmed that. Several of them are working with the UN. And we've just heard um, recently from the head of the UN agency responsible for Palestinian refugees, which is the main UN agency in Gaza Strip, that they're running out of food. Uh, I spoke to someone earlier this week who said that their stockpiles, um, they have stockpiles for one month for about 150,000 people. Uh, there's currently 400,000 people in UNRWA schools. Uh, and so Irish people who are kind of there with you and agencies, that's the food supply they're also um, depending on. So we're, we've gotten to this incredibly uh, serious and kind of hellish scenario where a lot of people are genuinely looking at how much food they have left for the next few days while diplomatic discussions go on between Egypt, US, Israel, over letting um, particularly international civilians out to the okay. Rafa crossing. And, and, and Hannah, we're, we're hearing talk that, that the Egypt-Gaza border that that crossing is expected to reopen. We are hearing that some people have moved south. Other people are unable to move south. Hamas, of course, have told people not to move south. Do we know what's happening to that group of of northern Gazans? Is there anywhere for them to go? If they move to southern Gaza, will they literally just be displaced refugees in their own own land? Um, For for some people, it's simply just not possible for them to move. We're talking about some very, very old people. Um, There was um, reports of uh, the directors of a a children's centre which looks after very, very disabled children, you know, non-verbal, who can't move, who cannot be moved in this situation. Um, You know, we've we've seen um, doctors in hospitals in northern Gaza saying like they're refusing to leave their patients behind, you know, basically moving seriously injured people at this point on roads that, um, are currently in the in the conditions uh, that Gaza currently is is basically you know a death warrant and I mean there's no aid in southern Gaza right now it's it's building up on the Egyptian side of the border but you know these if all 1.1 million people went uh, to the south there's no guarantee yeah. that there is actually food for them so I mean this is and a, there is, a there hellish is a, situation a story circulating that if they do as well that northern Gaza may be annexed isn't that part of the fear. I think there are genuine concerns um, that Israel will use this as an attempt to take part of the land we've heard. And again, it's, it's always hard to know what's just you know political rhetoric and what is actual substantive policy in some of the the statements we hear from Israeli politicians. But we have heard um, you know it's, um, some uh, one Israeli politician saying you know the Gaza Strip cannot be the same size after this war. You know it needs to pay a price. And again, the Gaza Strip is already one of the most overpopulated. Yeah. Land strips in the world. You have, know, you, have you heard anything, Hannah, about the idea that the uh, Egyptian Gazan border may may be going to open for for foreign nationals to, to flee? We've heard that it's very very fluid, and I mean, even I uh, even on Saturday when it was supposed to open, it was cancelled 
basically at the same time it was supposed to open. So it's a very fluid um, situation. And when I say that this is like, you know, diplomatic chess pieces, it's Mm -hmm. very much that situation. Uh, This is kind of, there's nothing to do with international humanitarian law here. It's about diplomatic negotiations right now. Uh, And Egypt is playing quite a high stakes game as well as Israel. Um, so, and again, just are there sorry, any voices within Israel? Because certainly there are voices outside Israel, you know, saying, talking about proportionality and and not escalating and all of that. Are there any voices saying those types of things inside Israel? There, there have been some small protests uh, against the uh, Gaza airstrikes, and then there was a larger protest involving the families of hostages. Uh, over the weekend, who basically said, look, the priority shouldn't be, you know, this massive land invasion of Gaza. The priority has to be getting the hostages out. Um, To be honest, you know, it's definitely shaken some of the kind of more left-wing elements of Israeli society, the Hamas attack last Saturday. And I mean, they they killed quite a number of people. So it's hardened positions, as it were. I, I think it has. And I mean, just, you know, people are, you know, very much dealing with something quite traumatic. Uh, and again, it did strike at, you know, some very liberal you know, progressive communities, you know, we've seen peace activists who've been taken to Gaza and who were killed. It's it's a very difficult um, event for, you know, progressive Israelis to deal with. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us on all of that this morning. That is Hannah McCarthy, their journalist inside Israel. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.